There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by America's Mark Bourbon, the death, don't tread on America. Rock it out Sunday. All right, how's everybody doing out there today? It is Sunday, January 14th. 2024. How's everybody doing out there today? Hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully everyone is staying warm. It is quite the chilly day. I know, I know. Don, what do you know about being chilly here in Florida? What's the temperature like? 50? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it is. It is actually. Let me. I'll give you the time and temperature. Uh, the time is uh, 4 p.m. and the temperature is currently 57 degrees and cloudy with a low of 48. Now, I know, I know, you could be somewhere else in this country or wherever else and be like, brah, it gets that cold in the in the summer. Cool. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> this is cold. And it's not even that 57 necessarily is that cold, but it's rainy, it's cloudy, it's a cold 57. And my knob just fell off my table. <laughs> awesome anyway (laughs) i don't know if that picked up on the mic but that's what that was anyway yeah so it's cold and i know where you're at it's probably a hell of a lot colder and i get that so hopefully everyone's staying warm and if you're listening to this on sunday or monday or tuesday when it's going to be cold pretty much everywhere you stay warm everyone stays healthy and uh you keep listening to don't fret on america all right I got an interesting show for you guys today, and um, <clears throat> I think, I believe, it's this is interesting. This is something that um, Chris had brought up to me, and um, I had never heard about it. So I did a little research and uh, started to make some links between this subject and the things that are going on today, not today per se, today, but 
in our today as in, you know what I'm saying, right now, this time, but also throughout history. And uh, what that is, is ley lines. What are they? What is their purpose? How could they be affecting the weird phenomenons we've seen through history and, and today? But before we get into that, guys, let's cover the business of the show. Guys, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please make sure that you are sharing this with your friends and enemies. No, people that need to hear the things I'm talking about. Um, you know, <clears throat> I know I try to cover a lot of interesting subjects and I try. Obviously, I want to cover some current events. But I also enjoy covering some of these oddball things and then relating them to current events. And then I like to hear them when other people cover them on their podcast after hearing them on this podcast and then not giving me any credit. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> but anyway, um, please make sure that you follow the show, you share the show, and um, that's one way you can help me for free. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, if you could leave a rating on Apple, if you could leave a review and a rating, that'd be great. Those are the little things that you could do to help me out. If you want to help the show out monetarily, send me money to P.O. Box 60. No, not doing that. Uh, you can go to the DTOM store. The link is at the bottom of the podcast app in which you're listening to the song. And check out the merchandise there. Free shipping inside the United States. If you're outside, use promo code DTOM to get 10% off your order. Also, if you're on social media and you want to follow the show, we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America. Ticker Talker Strictly Drink Videos, which, by the way, I'm getting back into the mix today. I've got a new drink. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to do it later today because I'm off tonight. I don't have to work tomorrow so I can uh, make me a drink and, and drink. But it's going to be interesting. If you want to know how to make it, it's going to be called the Apple Cider or Spiked Apple Cider Lemonade. That's what it's called. So if you want to learn how to make that, check it out. Don't tread on America on the Ticker Talker. And then also on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at don'ttreadonamerica.com. From all of those situations, you can. Message me directly, email me if you have any comments, concerns, questions, ideas, or anything of the such. You can message me there and, you know, send me a link. All right. So, ley lines, am I right? So, what we're going to talk about is um, we're going to explore ley lines. Uh, now, I guess before I dig into all the stuff I have written here, I wrote a nice little script out. I'm trying to I'm trying to get better at writing a script um, as to what I'm going to say instead of me just sitting here fumble-fucking through articles and stuff. But I do have a few things here. First off, I'm going to just read you what the Wikipedia version of a ley line actually is. Now, <clears throat> you, can, you can trust or not trust or follow or not follow Wikipedia. The reason I like to use Wikipedia that way, if there's anybody that's listening to this at all, if there's anybody, hello, no, that's like, oh, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Jesus Christ. At least they can use their encycl online encyclopedia to uh, reference this. Now, mind you, 
I'm not making up ley lines. I didn't invent the term. This isn't like a DTOM exclusive. These things exist. They have existed. There's, like I said, I've got a couple things here. Um, I'm not making it up. This isn't um, a conspiracy theory about whatever. These are legitimate, but I'm going to take it to the next level. <laughs> so, ley lines or straight alignments drawn between various historic structures, prehistoric sites, and prominent landmarks. The idea, the idea was developed in early 20th century Europe. The key, uh, the ley line believers arguing that these alignments were recognized by ancient societies and deliberately erected structures along them. Since 1960, members of the Earth Mysteries movement and other esoteric traditions have commonly believed that such ley lines uh, democrate Earth energies and uh, serve as guides for alien spacecraft. Archaeologists and scientists regard ley lines as an example of uh, pseudo-archaeology or a pseudoscience. So, obviously, when it comes to ley lines, there are some naysayers. And it could be, essentially, the way that's written is kind of like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory of science, essentially. Basically what that means, pseudoscience and stuff like that. So, I want to explore ley lines um, and like I said, these are believed to be alignments of ancient sacred sites. Some claim these energy paths coincide with mysterious phenomenons, making them fascinating topic of discussion. So let's, let's get into the intriguing world of ley lines and their potential connections to the unexplained. So as we journey into the realm of ley lines, should I read it like, uh, what was that? Uh, Unsolved Mysteries? On the next Unsolved Mysteries. As we journey into the realm of ley lines, it's essential to understand their historical significance. Hold on, you know what I need here? Hold on, let me... Where am I at here? Okay, so I journey. So let's put the marker there. I'm gonna... Let me, let me bring up the YouTube here real quick. We can add some mystery to the... To the uh, mystery... Uh, let's see. Roy L. T. Free mystery music right there. See, I gotta use royalty free, so, uh, so, uh, you know, so no one sues me. Ah, <laughs> probably should have done this before I started recording, but, you know, what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? This is this is what we do here at the Deep Top Show. We we do things on the fly. That way you can know that I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, not knowing what the fuck he's doing here. Hold on. Mother of fucking God. I need more than two minutes here, guys. And I'm going to talk for at least an hour. Can you give me? I don't want Christmas music. What is this? Let's see what this is. Probably have a commercial here. Hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> do 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 do. What do we got here? Come on, come on. All right. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Let me get back to my my written subjects. Okay. Many cultures attribute spiritual and mystical qualities to these invisible alignments. 
connecting landmarks like megalithic structures, temples, and natural features. Some theorists suggest that ley lines are channels of Earth's energy, creating a network that spans the globe. This energy, often referred to as Earth's subtle energy, or chi, is believed to influence the land and everything on it. This concept is deeply rooted in ancient traditions and esoteric beliefs. Now let's explore the intriguing aspects of ley lines, coinciding with strange phenomenons. Numerous anecdotes describe unusual occurrences happening along these alignments. Some enthusiasts claim heightened paranormal activity, while others believe ley lines are linked to UFO sightings and unexplained lights in the sky. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> while scientific evidence supporting these claims is scarce, the myst uh, mystique surrounding ley lines persist. Researchers and enthusiasts alike continue to investigate the intersections between key, um, I'm sorry, between ley lines and anomalies, contributing to the ongoing fascination with these invisible threads that supposedly weave through our planet. So let's go deeper into specific examples of weird phenomenon associated with ley lines. <clears throat> we have some diverse perspectives on this captivating topic. So, <clears throat> I can't keep talking like that. It's messing with my voice. Hold on, I'm going to need a drink of water. Enjoy the music. All right. <laughs> um, exploration of ley lines and mysterious connections. It's important to note that the phenomenon remains largely unproven scientifically. Skeptic, skeptics argue that the patterns observed could be coincidental or based in selective interpretation of data. However, the allure of ley lines persist, fueled by countless stories of strange occurrences. <clears throat> One intriguing example is the alleged correlation between ley lines and crop circles. Some enthusiasts propose that the excuse me, intricate formations and crops are not random acts, but deliberate, deliberate messages or symbols influenced by flowing through these lines. While these theories remain speculative, it adds a layer of intrigue to the broader discussion. Now, real quick, on crop, crop circles. I was like crop dusting. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we all have seen pictures of crop circles in various countries. Some people, you know, it's like, oh, these are UFOs. How did this happen? How did they get there? Was this where a UFO landed? Was this this? Was this? Now, if you if you follow the the idea of ley lines, and I and I have maps of ley lines in this country and around the world, and I'm going to point out some interesting um, perspectives as to where we see. Or not necessarily that we, I mean, you may have actually physically seen some some occurrence and you couldn't quite explain it. So depending on where you live in this country or around the world, 
when I say some of these locations, you might be like, motherfucker, that's why I know what, that's why that happened. Oh my God, that's why that happened. And, <laughs> and, and it's going to be weird because trust me, it weirded me out as I started digging through this stuff. But when, when you think of crop circles, now the, you know, we've seen them in this country, mainly in the Midwest, right? <laughs> But you've seen them in Russia, you've seen them in the Middle East, you've seen them in Europe, and people always just assume, and, and, and maybe some of them could be faked by, you know, uh, by the farmers, maybe trying to get attention, whatever, I don't know, I don't know the purpose of messing up your crop to gain attention, but I guess it could happen, but, um, the funny, the funny thing, or I guess the interesting thing about this is these lines, <clears throat> it's almost like you take the globe, okay? And I'm not going to get into a round or a flat earth discussion, okay? Let's just assume it's a globe or, or however you want to look at it. Look at a map, okay? And you have your longitude and latitude, 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 whatever, longitude and latitude. And um, essentially the way it's broke up is like a grid, right? Now, these ley lines aren't necessarily set up in that same fashion. They're more angular, okay? So they're more triangular than squared or rectangular. And that's where it gets interesting because, for example, probably one of the most famous, famous, not, there's no T at the end of famous, one of the most famous triangular ley lines and if you know the answer go ahead and scream it out would be what the bermuda triangle right and that's interestingly enough is one of one of many this i mean these ley lines are there's there's hundreds of them and they're all a bunch of triangles put together on 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 earth and where these ley lines run so it's you know it's a straight line and like i said it's a triangle essentially but it's three straight lines. Now, these street, three straight lines all have, there's obviously three points, right? And these three points meet up with other points of other ley lines. And it's where those points are throughout the world where a lot of these interesting situations are probably the more interesting. But nonetheless, along those lines also is where points of phenomenon, we'll just say that, occurs. So the reason the reason I'm bringing this up and the reason this is interesting to me is look at the events that have happened recently. Okay, let's talk about what happened in Miami on New Year's Day. Now, I just did a show about that the other day. Now, however you want to believe that, whatever. But interestingly enough, that particular area of Florida is on one of these ley lines. Now, I don't know if, if how many of you guys out there listen to Dan Bongino. Okay? I do. And it was interesting to me when he was talking about the Miami incident a couple earlier. I think it might have been last week, whenever it was. He was kind of like, oh my God, it's interesting to see what's maybe going on. Maybe not. I don't. Whatever. And then he had even posted on his. Um, on his Twitter, lights in the sky, and what is this? Oh my God, duh, 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 you know. Well, then, kind of disappointed me because 
even though he's one of the he's one of these people that that does a podcast but i would i would consider his podcast like a mainstream podcast now nothing against him i like listening to his show i think it's interesting some of the stuff he talks about but he also is very cautious about what he says or how he says it now deep down inside he could really get into a conversation about something whatever that something is and in his heart of hearts really believe what he's saying but then maybe someone says hey dude you know you might want to blah 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 whatever and then he kind of reacts to that criticism whether it's sponsors i mean his podcast is is his podcast but he also has a radio show and so on and so forth you understand so there could be a situation where someone might be getting into his ear and telling him to dial down the crazy or what they perceive as being crazy so he goes from kind of wondering what happened in miami was it 10 for beans was it this was it that da, 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 to oh you know the cops come out and said it was it was just some teenagers blah 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 but then the very next story he tells after that is about the 10 foot beings that were spotted in brazil which oh by the way is on one of these ley lines in this area so my point is is and i'm not going to make this a damn bongino recap show but my point is this you can't sit there and dismiss one thing and then talk about the same thing oh but it was in a different country so that's believable and i'm gonna just reiterate the miami situation if you guys haven't listened to the show go back and listen to it just i think it was my last show i did um it's simple reported power outages okay now the city saying we didn't turn off the power the police are saying we didn't turn off the power but people, there was 60-some-odd thousand reported power outages. Um, no video, no cell phone footage, no body cam footage, no mall security footage. And the reason I find that interesting is because, like I said in the show, in your history of any kind of public event, whether it's a mass shooting a mass riot, a mass uh, kids being kids, whatever you want to call it. When have we not had one of these events happen and there not be cell phone footage of what's going on? There's always, especially nowadays, because everyone has a cell phone and everyone wants to get the story because everybody wants to go viral. Okay, because most everybody out there and I'm, I shouldn't even say this, but most people that have a cell phone probably have some sort of a social media, okay, of some sort, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever you got. Most everybody that has a cell phone has one of those things. Now, they might not be super active on those things, but they probably still have at least one of those or multiple of those. Now... Why wouldn't there be one person, not one person in that mall, pulled out their cell phone and videotaped it? But if, with this mall being in the vicinity or on one of these ley lines, and if there were 10-foot beings, and if 
their presence did open a portal of some sort and and cause essentially an EMP I don't want to say attack but an EMP situation in that in the vicinity of that mall causing power to go out causing cell phones to be enabled causing security footage to be enabled or disabled I should say uh, phones to be disabled uh, body cams to be disabled right without your knowing so if I go to grab my phone to videotape this and my phone's not working because of an EMP an electro electrical magnetic pulse just went through this whether it was the portal opening causing this to happen would erase not even erase but just stop electronics from working now you know the official narrative is that um is that oh you had 50 teens setting off fireworks and everyone was panicking no one had a chance to pull out their cell phones okay but any other time things like this have happened someone pulls out their cell phone some one one person will pull out their cell phone you vegas i mean i'll use the vegas shooting for a perfect example vegas shooting public event hundreds of people people you know country stars on stage singing songs dude starts opening fire from the freaking uh whatever the hotel was right people recorded that with their cell phone you're literally being shot at but you have time to pull out your cell phone and record it that's my point to all of this so <coughs> excuse me additionally ley lines have been associated with areas known for high paranormal activity whether it's ghost sightings unexplained sounds or heightened psychic experiences these occurrences are often said to cluster around the supposed paths of these mystical alignments. So, let's navigate the blurred line between myth and reality. It's clear that ley lines continue to captivate the imagination of those who seek to understand the mystery, uh, mysteries of our planet. <coughs> so, um... These ancient energy paths, um, I'm sorry, um, in my exploration of these ley lines and their mysterious connections, it's important to note that the phenomenon remains largely unproven scientifically. Now, we read that on on uh, Wikipedia. Skeptic arg skeptic skeptics argue <laughs> that the patterns observed could be coincidental or based in selected selective interpretation of data however the allure of ley lines persists fueled by countless stories of strange occurrences one in intriguing example is the alleged correlation we oh, i already read that where am i at here <laughs> i'm sorry i wrote that fucking shit down twice i am an idiot don't worry about me Okay, here we go. <laughs> so let's get into the case that um, studies that shed light on the alleged connection between ley lines and strange phenomenon, from ancient sacred sites to modern paranormal hotspots. Let's explore the stories 
that have fueled the belief in these mysterious energy pathways. One notable example is the alignment of ley lines with sites like Stonehenge and Machu Picchu. Advocates argue that precision and significance of these structures are no coincident, but rather intentional placements along these energy line or energy channels. Could there be a deeper unseen force influence influencing the construction of these awe-inspiring movements? I'm sorry, monuments. While some approach it from a spiritual and metaphysical perspective, others aim to apply scientific methodologies to understand any potential correlations between ley lines and anomalies occurrences. As I unravel these tales and investigations, my goal is to provide you with a comprehensive view of the ley line phenomenon. For See, <laughs> you know what trips me out when I do these fucking stories? Is I swear to God I hear noises. And I know I'm in the house by myself. <laughs> Where's my gun? So, so the intersections of ancient wisdom, unexplained phenomenon, and the enduring mysteries that continue to captivate our collective curiosity. In the realm of ley lines and their peculiar connections, the quest for understanding takes us to locations where mystery mysterious events unfold take for for instance and i just talked about this the infamous bermuda triangle some theories suggest that ley lines intersect in this region contributing to the reported disappearance of ships and aircraft um also the ley line alignments with geological features such as fault lines and volcanic activity uh, prom- proponents of this theory argue that Earth's energy channels might be influenced by these natural forces, creating a dynamic interplay between the planet's physical structure and the mystical path of ley lines. I investigate how ley lines intersect with culture and historical narratives, shaping the myths and legends of various civilizations. Could these invisible threads have played a role as passed down through generations? Exploration of ley lines take us deeper into the heart of the unexplained, where the threads of ancient mysticism intertwine with modern investigations. Some researchers propose that ley lines may be influenced by Earth's magnetic field, adding to scientific uh, dimension of, to the uh, discussion. <coughs> so... The intersection of ley lines with the world of art and creativity, certain or certain claims, should suggest that artists, writers, and musicians seek out these energy pathways for inspiration, tapping into proposed heightened creative energy associated with these alignments. The intricate web of ley lines and strange phenomenon becomes evident that this topic transcends geographically, or ge- geographical and cultural boundaries. The global reach of ley lines beliefs underscores the universal human fascination with the unknown and the quest to uncover connections in our world. So, the, I guess we, what, what I'll do here is we can start to unravel the tapestry of the ley lines through the lens of co- uh, different cultures and belief systems from the ancient practices of dousing to the spiritual significance attached 
to these energy paths will explore how ley lines have woven themselves into a fabric of diverse traditions. So, basically, that's it. That's all I got. No. So, I've got a couple of things here. So, this is the American ley lines. Now, this isn't just USA. It's all the Americas. North, Central, South. So, <clears throat> the interesting thing about this is... Um, if you... <laughs> if you look at the... Um, the ley lines. Okay, so... For example, throughout this country in America, we have um, different spots that are uh, mysterious spots. So, in central Florida, where I live, there's a town called Lake Wales. Okay. Now, in Lake Wales, and if you're from central Florida, you may know what I'm talking about. But I, I can't think of what the hell the name of the hill's at. But we've actually gone to it because we're weird. And it's, um, the legend has it, I, I, for the life of me, I can't think of the fucking name of the hill, but if you Google it, you'll, you'll be able to find it. But you're at the bottom of the hill, right? There's a white line painted and there's a little thing there and it talks about Indian legend of horses being able to be pulled up this hill and, uh, it's like an ancient, supposedly an ancient burial ground and so on and so forth. But interestingly enough, this is one of the intersections of the ley lines is in this town. And you can go there with your car and you put your car on the line, you put it in neutral. And I swear to God, you feel like you're going up a hill. Now it's said to be an optical illusion, so on and so forth. But <laughs> interestingly enough, it's. It's it, when you're at the bottom of the hill at the white line, you obviously can see up the hill. Now, mind you, it's Florida, so it's not like it's a mountain, but it's a hill nonetheless. And you're going up the hill, or it feels like it's. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Um, now, this where this point is is in a triangle that uh, runs north to Mystery Hill in North Carolina. And then runs out to Louisiana to, uh, what's that, Obla Springs, I think, Louisiana. So, now, mind you, also in Florida, there's another point, which is in Miami. Runs to Bermuda, runs down to Puerto Rico and back to Miami. That's your Bermuda Triangle. Now, you can say, Don, how many cruise ships come out of Miami and Fort Lauderdale? Go through that and da 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 da. Cool, I get you. Um, but there are as many as you could say have gone and had no problem. I can there's just as many that have gone and had problems, whether it's plane or boat. Um, obviously these triangles exist throughout the country. There's some in Calif you know, that run out in the west. There's one that runs from um Orla, Texas, up to mysterious spot mystery spot, Michigan over to the Montana Vortex and back down. Now, Don, you could put a big triangle over all America and just say, oh, it's because of ley lines. It's because of this. And it's not even necessarily just the inside of the triangle. It's not about that. It's about where the ley lines run, they cross, and, they, and when they meet. And when other ley lines 
run over other ley lines or or connect is where you, where your issues are so let me see let me see if i can pull this up here so um it's sometimes this is really hard to explain let me see if i can find the map you you can literally google um i mean and i say google because i'm on google right now but and it'll show you these maps now if you look at the world the world world and this is um sacred sites and pagan places and how to find ley lines near you. Ley lines are straight tracks and lines, essentially great. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Our ancestors could feel the magic and power emanating from these energy lines. So they marked them instead of natural sanctions. So this is why they're saying <clears throat> why you see certain ancient um, things, like whether they're temples or, or pyramids or uh, like Stonehenge. Easter Island is one of them. Um, <clears throat> Machu Picchu. Um, in South America, you have different Mayan temples and stuff like that. In America, in Mexico. Now, supposedly, these were built. We were always taught that these different structures around the world were built because of kings or pharaohs or whatever. But, <laughs> interestingly enough, another one is in Washington, D.C., um, where Washington, uh, the Washington Monument is. So we, we are meant to believe that different structures are built because of leaders or kings or whatever or gods, when in actuality, depending on the, um, the people that built them, they were built for a reason. Now, um, some of the world's most important ancient sites on this map, we can draw straight lines between one to another. These lines form a grid-like pattern across the globe. Stonehenge, Pyramids of Giza, Machu Picchu are sacred sites, um, but also landmarks like Mount Everest. Um, so, let me see what else we find here. So there's a um there was a book written. It's crazy. So <laughs> uh his name the gentleman's name was Alfred Watkins. In nineteen twenty one, Watkins believed so strongly in ley lines he organized the club. The club gathered in England and walked the countryside in search of these powerful ley lines. Um and then he wrote a book about it. And they called them um fairy pathways and I, I think when it comes to certain things if you if you want to believe and I, I thought I had a fucking map here and I I don't oh here it is I'm sorry I do I do have a map it's got to keep scrolling down got to keep scrolling maybe I should make this screen bigger I can see it <sighs> shit where did it go <laughs> there it is so, in this map here, it has your main grid, and then it has smaller, smaller, um, you know what, I'll actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post this on our Facebook page, and I'll post it on our Twitter page. So, if you want to see what this looks like, check it out on um, 
Don't Tread on America on Facebook and DTOM underscore 1775 on Twitter. And now this is mainly just the United States. I'll have to see if I have one of the of the world. And you'll understand what I'm talking about when it comes to like triangles and how this is set up. And then you have triangles inside of triangles. And a lot of these <laughs> intersect on on capitals of of states and countries. A lot of them intersect on on uh like i said landmarks areas of importance and it it might help explain why we see the things we see are these if you believe in ufos if you actually believe in extraterrestrial beings or if you believe in a different type of situation uh ufos automatically we assume is aliens when it's just unidentified flying objects depending on your belief of of the world i guess and 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 outside of the world if you believe in in um ufos and planets and uh you know galaxies far far away or if you believe that we are what we are and everything is here and if there is extraterrestrial beings that they're from this terrestrial land just from not where we know then so be it point being is if these points are important to um to those beings let's just say then you'll you can open your mind a little bit to what i'm trying to say so um So, um, see, I don't want to say this here. So, in addition to speaking with spirit, uh, spirits at local ley lines, the energy of ley lines can be harnessed to aid manifestation. Enlightenment is number one. This should go without saying that the journey to local sites will give you a divine insight. So, if you live in the United States, here are some sacred sites located on the key lines. So in Montana, the megaliths, um, prior mountain megaliths in Montana, I just said that, Bighorn Medicine Wheel in New York, Sedona, Arizona, Serpent Mountain, Ohio, Mount Shasta in California, Mount Denali in Alaska, and the Togobaga Indian Mound in Florida. Now, here's an interesting thing before I read on about Florida. Now, I know, uh, Don, I don't care. I live in California. I live in Colorado. Cool, cool, cool. I get you. Most of my listeners come from Florida. But, and, and most of you guys, even if you don't live in Florida, you can understand what I'm about to say. So, one of the most infamous infamous uh, interstates in this country is I-4, which runs from Tampa to Daytona Beach, or almost to Daytona. And um, the area between Tampa and Orlando is the worst stretch of highway in this country, period. I mean, you can look it up. It's I'm not making that up because I live here. It's the truth. <laughs> now, these Togoba, Togo, Taco, Tocobaga Indian mounds fall in this line. Okay. Now, it is believed... Take it for what it's worth. That 
when I-4 was built back in the 60s, I think it was, there was Indian burial grounds along this path. Not the whole way, but you know. But mainly between the areas of Tampa and Orlando, where it is believed that these Indian burial grounds were disturbed. Which is why there's why the tradition is that I-4 is the highway to hell is is so is so bad. It's so it's so bad. <laughs> and it's believed to be haunted by these Indians and so on and so forth. It, it, but and I remember when I first heard this story years ago, I was like, eh, you know, I, I'm not a I'm not the kind of guy that believes in ghosts per se. But it's interesting once you start doing research on things like this and then you see you see the things that <laughs> that I see and and then it kind of makes sense that maybe it's not ghost per se but it's these phenomenons because of these ley lines creating an, a mysterious energy that is how do I want to say this? Makes you feel like it's a ghost, okay? Like, okay, and I, I'm going to reference an 80s movie, and I know some people are going to laugh at me, and I'm an idiot because I'm still living in the 80s, and I got fucking Back to the Future toys in my in my, my room here, and whatever. Cool. I'm going to explain... Not to get off on a, on a tangent, but... um, So, I'll skip my 80s tangent. But... <laughs> in the movie Ghostbusters 2, part 2, okay? So, if you guys recall that movie... What was it? The uh, there was the slime, right, running under the city. Remember? And let's uh, let's equate that slime, for example, to ley lines. Okay. So in the movie, if you recall, the city, you know, was there's all this anger, and and, and people are like, oh, it's New York, of course, they're all angry. But the the guys, the the the, the Ghostbuster guys, equate it that slime and um the agitation of the city causing that slime to make it worse so to speak and you remember the slime was running to uh what was it vigo at the museum of art or whatever it was and whatever whatever right and when the guys fell into the slime it made them more agitated and made them more angry but then they were able to take the slime and kind of make the slime happy and it was able to do whatever, right? So you remember all that in the, in the movie, okay? It's like all of a sudden the sun just came out. <laughs> but, um, so equate the slime running under the city in, in Ghostbusters to these ley lines. So, in the movie, it was believed that that slime controlled the emotions of the city and caused these different paranormal or phenomenons to occur with uh, Vigo and with the the guy I don't remember his name in the movie but being able to fly the through the air and grab the baby right remember that so maybe it's these the energy from these ley lines that cause these paranormal phenomenons to occur whether it be 10 foot beings in the mall in Miami or in Brazil or uh, in Vegas last year, you remember that one, right? To uh, the headless horseman of mythology from way back when, right? To lights in the sky that we believe are UFOs. 
to just different situations, to uh, crop circles, to the fucking mess that's called I-4. And and instead of it being, oh, uh, oh, it's, a, it's an Indian burial, burial ground, or it's an old burial ground, or it's a Civil War burial ground, or it's whatever, and it's the ghost of these things. Maybe, maybe it is the ghost of these things, but the ghost of these things being energized, for example, by the ley lines, by the the energy of the ley lines. Now, these ley lines aren't. Um, it's not like a fiber optic cable, so they're they're spread out, so not everywhere is going to have these issues. But it is interesting to know that these things coincide with different different sacred places okay and in knowing in knowing that it in my opinion it makes the whole thing about these ley lines a little bit more interesting and i guess in conclusion does does knowing that these ley lines exist explain everything? No. No, it doesn't. But what it does do is it opens your mind into maybe help explain what's going on. And if if we try to explain how certain things were built back in the day, and I'm talking back in the day. Like, take the pyramids of Giza, for example. There's been discussions forever. And how in the hell could these people have possibly built these pyramids, right? How could that have ever happened? Those stones are so big, and they're so heavy, and they're so this, and they're so that. It had to be UFOs. Maybe UFOs and aliens helped construct these things so they could land their spacecraft and da-da-da-da-da. Okay. Now, if you've ever been to Egypt, if you've ever seen these pyramids, you could probably dismiss that myth of UFOs and aliens just for the fact that the seer, the, the the mere size of these things, these pyramids, if that was a landing structure for alien craft, I'd hate to see the fucking alien craft. You know what I'm saying? So... I would almost get on board more so with the ley lines and it being some kind of energy field, being able to help them move. I mean, that's almost just as crazy as believing that aliens built the thing so they could land their crafts on them, in my opinion. But it does make you wonder. Or, mind you, these things were also built a long time ago. So if we dive into the Bible and we start talking about Nephilim, and fallen angels and that whole situation. Um, maybe it wasn't human, or I shouldn't say human, but maybe it wasn't regular man like you or me that was moving these stones. Maybe it was 10-foot beings. You understand what I'm saying? These all coincide. We think, okay, we hear about the Miami situation. 10-foot beings. Brazil, 10-foot beings. Peru, 10-foot beings. Las Vegas, 10-foot beings. We automatically assume that they, whoever these people are that are sighting 
these situations that 10 foot beings means they're aliens well what if they're not alien what if they're of this earth what if that's all you can ask is what if all right guys that is all i have for you today but i do encourage you to dive a little deeper into ley lines and if you see anything that sparks your interest or something that i didn't quite cover send it my way you can check me out on social media at don't tread on america on facebook instagram true social and tiktok i like i said mainly drink videos but you can still reach me and uh if you would like to i'm also on the twitter x machine at dtom underscore 1775 if you're not on social media that's fine check me out at don't turn america and like i said it's gonna take a it takes a village to raise a podcast i am yet but one man working a full-time job and doing a part-time podcast guys so if you can send me information if you find more stuff we can touch on this that's fine and um Guys, if you want to help the show out, please, you can do that in a number of ways. Uh, number one, if you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, guys, please leave a rating. And on Apple, you can also leave a review. That would help me out tremendously, especially if it's a good one. <laughs> help me fall into an algorithm. And, you know, I've gotten some reviews and I've gotten some ratings, and I appreciate that. But I need, I need more. I'm not trying to be greedy, but I need more because... Um, I roughly get, I don't know, I'll get a thousand or so downloads from Apple a month. Now, I know I don't do a thousand shows a month, so it's not one person listening to to the show. So there's quite a few people listening to this on Apple. Uh, if each of you would leave me a rating, that would help. And if you're new to the show, leave a rating. That would help. Um, and same thing on Spotify. Um if you're following on Podbeam, you can leave a review. You can like the episodes, those types of things. So I encourage you to do it. It doesn't take a minute to do it. it doesn't cost you anything to do it. And uh, But if you do want to help the show out financially, you can go to the shop, DTOM store. I have t-shirts, sweatshirts, all sorts of different stuff there, whiskey glasses. And um, that helps the show because I'm really wanting to try and promote the show as much as I can, but, you know, so you buying a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever helps promote the show in two ways. Obviously, you wear the shirt, you're out and about, people see it and say, I wonder what that is. They check out the website, they check out the show, boom. And also, it throws money at the show. Anything I make off of the selling of stuff, it goes right back into the show. I don't withdraw any of that money, I just keep it in there. And it helps me with paying for the websites and the and the production and the show being put out. And, uh, you know, if I can get to a point where I can start maybe advertising the show somewhat if I can. But anyway, so, guys, if you could, please do those things. Help me out. And most importantly, make sure you're following the show and then you share the show also. With that being said, guys, today is Sunday. January 14, 2024. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day. And I will be back here on Tuesday. Have a great day, and we'll see you then.